Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken Welcome, welcome to episode 126. I'm Dave Enoch, and this is the Dave Enoch Show. You hit the right damn button, I'll tell you that. Guys, packed show. We have uh, Hannah Guy, tough uh, 30 alum, uh, just breaking news with the Invicta FC fight. Hannah Guy's coming on the pod. Uh, also, you know our favorite guys, Ben and Bananas, Ryan Quinn, L Wagman, and myself. We break down UFC Paris. What's your best bet? What's the best underdog in your three-fight parlay? And when you make those bets, and you want to make some money, you want to watch the fights, and you want to win some money. There's only one thing to do, guys. Listen to me right now. Head to mybookie.ag. Right now. You know, you can probably be on your iPhone listening to this, and you can kind of open up your Safari, right? Open up your Google Chrome. Go to mybookie.ag.com right now. Put in the promo code bananas. You go to mybookie.ag comes up you go oh what code do you do boom you hit that code you write in bananas you get a 50 percent match back deposit 50 percent match back deposit you put in a 200 bones you get a free hundred dollars then you put that hundred dollars on robert whitaker and you win 46 dollars. so you just want 146 dollars just that's that's math that's that's just math so guys go to mybookie.ag today make sure you use the promo code bananas all right, episode 126, guys. Episode 125 was a smashing success. Uh, it was uh, a therapy session for me, for sure. Just a lot to get off my chest from this past weekend. Episode 126, we back. It's nothing but good vibes, good times. L Wagman, Ryan Quinn, next, Ben and Bananas. And then the anchor of this pod, um, one of my favorites, becoming a real good friend, Hannah Guy, comes on the show. So let's get to it right now. Let's have a great day. We'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Back UFC Paris this weekend. Uh, we got some news coming on the horizon. Hannah Guy, Better Bananas. Let's go. What's up, guys? We are back. UFC Paris week. Big weekend in mixed martial arts. To my left, the cornerman, Ryan Quinn. What's up, brother? How are you? What's going on, everybody? Good to be back again talking about fights and picks. I know. Said so like last week we I, I watched it like twice and we we fluffed 24 minutes. It was amazing, but we fluffed it. <laughs> Underneath, uh, who fluffs nothing, undefeated, has a fight on the horizon. The undefeated, the ruthless L Wagman. L, how are you? Doing great. Glad to be back. Actually picking some fights this week. There we go. Me too. Me too. It's a it's a kind of a weird card to me. It's uh there's two or three high level pay per view type of big big fights. The bottom of the card, especially maybe to a lot of, uh, you know, mainstream guys or, or outer skies, they probably don't know. There's a couple of little that uh, Wood versus Jordan is a great, great fight. That's a little sleeper there. But uh, a lot yeah. of stuff maybe uh, to take advantage of or maybe to be lost. So I'll let you guys take it away. Let's start with L Wagman. Uh, of course, what is your absolute – you've been nailing this one now. Your, what's your absolute best bet on the board? Um, so Gone was such a big favorite on this card. Yeah. I was actually surprised to see him as such a heavy favorite. 
but I really think that this is going to go over two and a half rounds. Um, so, and you can get plus money on gone just by adding the two and a half, the over two and a half to that. He's a, he kind of starts slow. And I think that's going to actually be to his benefit with a guy like Tai Tuavasa who has one way to win, which is a, a, a knockout in rounds one and two is the way I, the only way I see Ty winning this fight. And he's going to slow down in those later rounds. And Gon is an absolute master of the range control. He's great at slowing down the fights. And he's great at picking apart those shorter guys. I really think he's going to take his time with Ty. And I think you'll see him in the over. Um, not, uh, spoiler alert, that's my absolute favorite bet on the card. I uh, just literally recorded the show. I love Sierra Gon. I think it's actually going to go all 25 minutes, to be really honest. I, I think they're going to stay away. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't think. I don't think gone to me is a welterweight and a heavyweight body. Very smooth, very technical. I love that play. Good job. L Wagman, Ryan, best bet on the board, my man. Yeah. Uh, before I get into my best bet, you know, I purposely stayed away from that for the reasons you just said, I felt like it was going to be touched on. Uh, he, uh, gone is just such an untraditional heavyweight fighter in the, in the sense. It's not like Rockham Sockham. He's very calculated. He could use that lateral footwork. So I, I love watching that guy fight, but, um, my pick of the night is the next fight down. I have Robert Whitaker over uh, Marvin Vittori. I just think that um, Robert is uh, he, he's he's more athletic. We're going to see that a little more now. Um, Marvin is so solid, but I feel like like uh, there's he's just like uh, how do I put it? Like Whitaker's just a little bit faster. He's got a little bit more to his game. You know, he could level change. He could use the take. We're going to see we're going to see a, a much more confident approach than when he last fought Israel without the frustration. So I, I just have him winning. I think it's going to go all, all through uh, 15 minutes. Love that as well. I love mm-hmm. um, us some Bobby Knuckle. He's, he's like every fa- fighter's favorite fighter. So you can't go wrong there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, underdog play. There's not a lot of great underdog play. Uh, I, let's see something jumped at you guys more than me. I looked through it. I went to mybookie.ag. That's where I make my bets. I couldn't find a lot. L, what's your best underdog play in the card? So I actually have two that I kind of want to touch on, but I really think that these are ones that you should play the live lines on. I definitely agree with you. I, I think the the like the Vegas odds, like they did a good job this car. They they know what they're doing. But there's two guys I think you should watch for, and that's Nathaniel Wood and Joaquin Buckley. Buckley is like this crazy wild card. He'll have these fights where he comes out and he looks absolutely terrible. And you know, he can't get going. He's he's sloppy. And those are the fights where he ends up losing. And then he'll have these fights where he comes out with just this crazy athleticism. And those are the fights where he ends up finding those early, those early flash KOs. So I think if you watch him in the first minute and a half, if he looks comfortable and if he's moving in and out, I think that he's a you should definitely play the the plus money while he's still got that plus money early in the fight. Um, as for Wood, I, I don't know as with Charles Jordan, he's a hard fighter for me. I think he's pretty overrated, to be honest. I know he's got some of these cool, flashy things that he does really well. But if you look at his, if you look at the strength of schedule, other than Shane Burgos, he's not losing to these super high-level guys. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Juliana Rosa is tough as nails, and that's how he beat him. He just simply outdogged him and, and grappled him heavily and got him to the ground. Wood has the better wrestling, and I think that Wood is also really fundamentally sound. He's very defensively sound, and he's very clean. And I think Jordan does better with the guys who he can kind of lull into his awkward, weird, brawly thing that he does. And that's where he's dangerous. And I think he's going to have a hard time getting Wood into that. And if you see Wood's keeping the range really well or fitting in early, 
I think that he's another guy that you should play those live lines. Uh, L Wagman's definitely the younger sister I never had. My best underdog plays Nathaniel Wood. I just think I he's I think he's underrated, and I like Jordan as well. I think he's a tad overrated. Like it's wavelength a hundred percent. It's gonna be a good fight, and the, the odds are close. They are, but Wood is the underdog, so I like that as well. Ryan, my guy, any of those jump at you as well, or you have a new underdog? Joaquin Buckley by knockout for the there same reason. That, yeah, I have. I just uh, it jumps off the page at me. You know, I feel like. Um, uh, which Phil? Which Phil did Nazarene fight? Was it Phil Hawes? I, I, I forgot who he fought, but he looked real sloppy and somewhat exposed. And yep. I just feel that Buckley is just—he's gonna—he's he, like—he's gonna come in there just throwing that right hand a lot, throwing that straight a lot, throwing the overhand, and I, I think it's gonna land. So I have him by knockout. I'll get into the other fight later. Okay, I like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. That means the three fight <laughs> parlay is coming one way or another. Mm-hmm. L Wagman, Ryan, we've been nailing these guys. Uh, my girls had such a good summer. Uh, they got like three pairs of shoes and they got, you know, socks and they got all kinds of hats. And uh, so the girls are doing good. And that's because I hit three five parlays from my guy, Ryan and L. I go to mybookie.ag. L, keep it rolling. All right. We're back in the UFC. Let's, let's nail a three five parlay. I'm ready. Let's hit it. So I'm going to start off with uh, my best bet is my first leg with gone in that over two and a half rounds. And then I'm actually going to steal Ryan's best bet um, with Whitaker over Vittori. Um, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not sold on the over with that. I, I'm leaning towards the over. I think that's going to be a decision, but I just threw a Whitaker in there as the winner. And then the last leg of my parlay was Roman Kopolov. Um, I feel like he and Alessio DiCarico are both kind of fighting for their jobs. Uh, they're both kind of on a, 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 bit, a bit of a skid. And Alessio has struggled with those heavy wrestlers in the past. I think Kopolov is a, is a tough style matchup for Alessio in this fight. Oof. A lot, a lot of big names that I'm not going to try to pronounce right now. I'm not commentator, so I'm going <laughs> to relax on it. Ryan, uh, that's a good one right there. Gone, Whitaker, okay, Roman, I like that. Ryan, what's your three-fight parlay, my guy? All right, first one I have right at the top, I got Stephanie Egger over Aylin Perez. I just feel that um, – and actually, I think that fight's going to be a finish as well. I just feel that Stephanie, she's uh, she's fought just much tougher competition. She's solid. Um, aliens, uh, she's a newcomer. I think she took this fight on fairly short notice as well. And, um, her, her opposition was like, I think the best person she ever fought was like eight and four. Like, so it was, and just uh, coming up against a now going to be five fight UFC veteran going to be tough to do. Uh, the next one I have, um, I kind of leaned on the, 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 the French prospect to watch thing here. You know, I, I, but I've, I looked at his, uh, at his opposition, um, what, uh, let me just get to his name, uh, Benoit Saint-Denis. He just, uh, he's fought a lot of really tough dudes and he's fought at the, the UAE. I forgot the name of the UAE promotion. He fought on Cage Warriors, fought a lot of that tough European Middle East competition. And uh, he's facing a, a late replacement in Gabriel Miranda. I think that this is definitely a fight where he's going to be a French prospect to watch. Now, going back to the underdogs with Nathaniel Wood and... Um, I'm Jordan. sorry, Charles Jordan. I have I have uh, Wood over Jordan as well. On top of everything we just said, I just think he's got the scrappiness. You know, I think we're going to see a lot of shooting under long punches for takedowns and just that scrappy grind style in this fight. Um, I know Charles has really good. They, they, they say he's well rounded. We've seen really good striking out of him. We've seen pretty good grappling, but we haven't seen really the middle ground to really judge that. And I think that you know Nathaniel Wood, he's he's up at 145 now. 
He just fought two and a half months ago, which maybe he's just, he's, he took no damage. He's probably feeling good now that he's up in weight. You know, he's still rolling and he's, he's just, he, he slipped into shape for this fight as well. And I, I like that. So that's my three, five parlay. I like it. I like it a lot, guys. A lot of Nathaniel Wood on it. Uh, real quick, we got like a couple more minutes. So let me just two fast things I want to throw your way. Uh, Sean Strickland's out last night, contender series. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw his mangled yeah. finger on social media. He's out. October 15th, Jarrett Kinnear needs a new dancing partner. Would you guys think if Bobby Knuckles or if Marvin Vittori, one of those guys, slides in pretty easily, even by a TKO win, or even goes 15 minutes but doesn't take a lot of damage, can you see one of those guys winning and kind of jumping for that main event spot uh, to get another win? The middleweights, if Izzy keeps that spot, it's like, what else do you do? But if Piera wins in six weeks at Madison Square Garden, you kind of want to have that momentum. If Bobby, if uh, Robert Whitaker beats Vittori and Kinnear in like in a four-week fashion, that, that would be big. That would be big. Do you guys like that idea? Or are you guys like, no, this is his one big moment. Stay away. I, I think that's a great idea, especially with uh, Bobby Knuckles has kind of been, he's been stuck at that number one contender yeah. spot for so long. Like yeah. he's just kind of, he's, he's kind of like the Colby, the Colby Covington of that division where he just can't quite beat the champ, but he's, he's demolishing everybody else. You know, I, I think that I, I think you'll see him kind of jump for that and, and probably get his next title shot again. Sorry, Ryan. I think I, it's totally fine. Um, I, I think it works well for both of them, but it works better for Marvin. I think that he really needs to, he really needs a little more push behind him. You know, there's a lot of stars in that division and he's a great fighter, but he's kind of like, you know, he needs to really push up there. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I feel like does Whitaker, has he really done like a short turnaround on fights recently? He, like, he really like doesn't. The Remember they even years? offered the title shot towards the end of the year and he like turned it down. He's like, no, I want to be with Christmas with my family. He turned down a title shot yeah. to give Izzy more time. Um, he really does it, but maybe if the UFC goes like, Hey, you know, we might yeah. have a new champion. We, we Here's really want to cash. make a statement. <laughs> um, especially, like I said, if Vittori wins, if Vittori beats Robert Whitaker and Jared Kinnear in a five week span, like he's the number one mm -hmm. contender. Like he, like Vittori versus Alex Pierre is kind of cool. Same yeah. thing I would assume with Robert Whitaker. Whitaker has beat Kinnear before. Um, you know, it's a lot of rematches up there in the middleweight division, especially, you know, about, you know, Whitaker's been there for so long. I just think you need a, you need, it's a main event. You need a big name and maybe both these guys cancel each other out. And all the other middleweights are pretty much tied up. The only other one that's not is Darren Till. And I don't mm -hmm. know if Till wants to go 25 minutes with Kinnear. Just an, I don't know. Seems off. Yeah, it's um, it's tough. I, I I think for sure they're waiting for this week to play out to see what yeah. happens next. Last thing yeah. for you, uh, Ciro gone, Tai Tuivasa. Do you foresee one of these, and especially I would assume the winner? Can you can one of these guys become UFC heavyweight champion? John Jones is coming back. We got Stipe. Maybe one more fight, two more. We got Francis Nagano. Can Gone or Tai Tuivasa ever become heavyweight champion? I don't think Ty is going to end up with a belt, man. I okay. I think that I think he beats. Obviously, he's got the power, and it's always possible. And at heavyweight, you you see that puncher's chance happen a lot more often. But Francis is so much more physical. So if he if like obviously I know he's he's out right now. We're going to see an interim champ. I could see Gon maybe beating Stipe. I don't think Gon beats John. Well, I'm interested to see how John Jones does at heavyweight, but the guy looks huge right now. 
And he has such an athletic advantage over a lot of those, a speed athletic advantage over a lot of those heavyweights. I think he's probably going to dominate that division as well. And I, I think God's going to have a lot of trouble with a guy like John Jones, who's just as long as him, but can also wrestle. Got it. Ryan? Yeah, um, maybe gone. I I don't see Tuivasa. I don't see I don't see Ty doing it. But I think if Ty pulls off a win this weekend, I think that they express lane him to a title shot because me too. Me like, too. Similar to like how they did it for Derek Lewis. It's like you don't want to chance this guy getting out wrestled or right. getting beat by like just just get him in there. You know, while 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 the the iron's hot. You know. Yeah. Um. But no, I, I could see gone more than Tuivasa becoming champion. There we go, guys. The cornerman, Ryan Quinn, the undefeated L. Wagman. Guys, make your bets this weekend for UFC Paris at mybookie.ag. Make sure you use promo code bananas. Like, come on, use the code, people. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, I think that's it. I think we absolutely murdered this card. I think we made a lot of people money. Uh, Buckley is the underdog. We uh, Looks like we're all on gone, going the distance or winning. And we all got Robert Whitaker. So we're all kind of on the same page. I like it. We're unison. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Are you in with a trivia, Ryan? Are you going to kill us with the trivia? Don't. I don't. I forgot. I forgot to get a trivia tonight. Maybe I'll give you two next week. I forgot. Two next week. Next time, we'll start the show with the trivia, and we'll end it with it. Yeah. All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. See you guys later. Later. What's up, guys? How is everyone doing? The red light is on. I'm Dave Van Auken. And to my left, my friend, Hannah Guy. Hi, <laughs> Hannah. What's up? What's up? How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, um, you know, just to live a couple days in Hannah Guy's life. That's 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 a dream of mine, you know, just to uh, <laughs> travel and uh, train and uh, just live in the dream. It seems, from afar, it seems like you're in a really great space, great spot. Just seems like uh, Hannah Guy's got good momentum going. Yeah, it's been going really good. Um, now I'm like settled into like a camp and, um, you know, I'm really liking like Biloxi working all, with all the coaches here and um, I'm feeling really good. And, you know, being in a routine always helps you like grow faster. So right. I'm really that right now but yeah things have been awesome i've been able to tra uh, travel this summer and kind of got that out of my system <laughs> you know before camp starts so right. it was like perfect timing yeah so. okay well cool well like so you and i kind of talked a couple of days ago we're like yep we're gonna do this uh, i remember talking to you i think it was right after bellator right after uh your win against valerie and uh we just haven't kind of we talked off air but we haven't talked back on air and you're like, Dave, I actually have fight news coming very soon. So it's kind of been a day or two. Are, uh, are we allowed to talk about uh, Hannah Guy's next fight news? Yes, yes. So I'm fighting uh, Caitlin Neal, Katniss, um, September 28th uh, with Invicta. Okay. So, um, um, I thought it was like a perfect fight, you know, because she is – uh, a little more well known, and um, plus being on the show, like both of us being on the show, like being able to fight each other is really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like spin off of Tough Thirty. <laughs> it's like a Bravo hit uh, TV series. You got a little spin off on it. Did you in the house? Did you kind of inklet or one day you're like, okay, like you know, this fight's gonna happen one day, whatever. Maybe, maybe no bad blood, but did you hope that this fight would happen? 
Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> Me and Caitlin have, uh, I mean, so we like connected more, um, you know, before uh, the show started. Um, so, you know, we had medicals and stuff like a week before the show. And, you know, as long as you pass that and a couple other things like you were in. But if, right. you know, it happened. So uh, that's why, like, I replaced um, uh, one of the girls and I was actually an alternate. So, but I was on the bus uh, doing my medicals with Caitlin and some other people, too. And um, hold on just a second. Um, and uh, so we were, like, connecting really well. And then we got put on different teams and right. we didn't talk as much. <laughs> right, um, right. You know, some people didn't have like that as much, but um, yeah, I definitely was trying to stay connected more with my team. Sure. Um, you know, just, I can be kind of an open book sometimes. So I was kind of scared. I would like give away team secrets, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Tell um, the other team. I love the guillotine. I love it guys. Don't worry about it. I love doing it though. <laughs> right Crazy. i mean i'm pretty open just about myself like right you know i mean obviously my little secret stuff like i want to keep a secret but you know it was more for other people you know so they wouldn't get mad at me or if it was like a secret you know i wasn't giving it away so we didn't really like connect in the house as much um we would have conversations every now and then but um you know, our personalities clicked with each other just in general. So after the show, we've talked a little bit more. Um, and we both went to, you know, Juliana Pena's fight and yeah. Tough 30 finale. We were both there. So we got to talk a little bit. Um, and then we were always, like, joking around with each other, like, because, you know, in the past, if you were on the show, even if you lost. Um, yeah, everyone would, like, fight each other. Yeah, like yeah. everyone matched yeah. up. Uh huh. And then in the past, like those people would even be on the card. So we were like joking around before the finale, like that we should call each other out and like um, talk shit online. <laughs> and uh, that way maybe we can be on that card together and like fight each other. Um, and even though that didn't happen on a UFC card and it's happening with Invicta, I'm still super excited. Um, I think it's a great fight for me. Um, you know, she probably thinks it's a great fight for her, but I kind of feel like it's in my favor a little bit. Uh, okay, okay. That's, um, hey, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. Like, so how did the Invicta connection kind of happen? Um, you know, because sometimes the UFC puts so much time and effort into, you know, you guys and the stories and tape and they got pictures and they got video. So sometimes sooner or later it does seem like, uh, even a lot of people, you know, you and I talked to off air about this, like uh, your fight, like the, about how it ended and everyone thought like you should definitely get another crack pretty damn soon too. And so it seems like for them to like have go to Invicta, that's not like, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but I'm just trying to use name and terms. Like it's almost, it's like the enemy. It's like, it's another organization that wants to kind of build maybe hand a guy. So like, how did that crossover to Invicta happen? Um, well, it's more me, you know, being ready to fight and wanting a fight. And, yeah. um, you know, they had the right opponent for me on a good date. So that's kind of how that happened. I also just um, changed, you know, my management. Um, 
you know, I'm with Epoch uh, now with AJ Chandler. And, um, you know, I kind of told him my goals and we've been talking a lot. And um, those were, you know, that was just one of the fights he found. So, um, and, you know, I kind of am... I have, you know, Alan Belcher, Odie Delaney, you know, Brandon Davis, Mike Sanford, all those people. Um, and they all agree that it was a good fight for me. And, you know, I put a lot of trust in them. So, um, yeah, that's just kind of how it came about, you know. And I told him, you know, as far as my goals, like, obviously UFC is, like, my long-term goal. But sure. um, until then, like, I really don't care, like, who I'm fighting for, you know somebody's paying me properly and um getting me good fights um you know i can't really ask for more than that really you right. know i mean um you know i think pfl and one are also great avenues um so yep. yeah just really whatever fits at the moment and you know i i don't think i'm too good for invicta or a smaller promotion or anything so um, you know, they're paying me well and gave me a good opponent. So there you go. I mean, we talked about this uh, off air. So two weeks ago, I think it was the weekend I was even there in Biloxi, which we had a uh, a decent time after the fights downtown <laughs> Biloxi. Uh, myself, yes. L. Wagman, Eddie and Hannah, we had a good time. Um, yeah. But that weekend, PFL had its first ever female flyweight fight. Uh, and then she looked, Dakota looked awesome and it looked like they, they signed her and they're going to be around. So it looks like I would assume they will build up a female flyweight division. And you just kind of yeah. said that, like, that's something that definitely interests you for sure. Uh, PFL in 2023 is a, a female flyweight destination. Yes. That would be so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and my manager definitely talked about that and, um, yeah, definitely okay. looking at very cool. Very cool. Um, you also mentioned uh, we have to hit on it a little bit, and you might even be done t uh, talking about it. Maybe I'm not too sure. You're at the Tough Enough 30, um, you know, finale. Your girl Juju. Uh, it was. It's been awesome. We've been talking so much lately, and she just has like the highest regards for you, and talking out like how great you guys became friends and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. For her to win and win in that way, in that fashion, and just to be, she's like really gained a lot of steam. She's like blown up over the last 60 days, 45 days. And just like, how cool is it to be like, Hey, like that's a, you know, a, a point. And that's definitely something that, you know, you would even want to do in the near future. And it's definitely accessible and it's easy because you have someone right next to you that just did it. How, like, does that make you not like gain confidence in a way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, there's some little things that I need to work on, but me and Juju have a similar style, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and just being on the show in general, you know, made me feel like I held my own. And even with the controversial, like end of the second round, you know, people thought I needed a third, whatever, um, you know, fixing those minor details, um, you know, I feel like the fact that I was able to hold my own, like gives me a lot of confidence. Um, right. You know, for sure. For sure. Another so. name you mentioned uh, a friend of ours as well, Alan Belcher. Uh, he's doing mm -hmm. his thing. Uh, his run is it's awesome. It's really awesome to see him kind of back and to see big things. I cannot wait for that. Looks like bare knuckle FC <laughs> heavyweight championship match will happen sooner than later. Um, I, you know, it was really cool. I saw you at the gym as well down there at ATT uh, mm -hmm. five minutes away from Biloxi, Mississippi. 
the gym really kind of blew me away. Honestly, just to be blunt about it, it was humongous. You guys have, there's so much room. There's so many spots for different, you know, uh, MMA kind of task or, or talents and that stuff. So yeah. I, I love the gym. Uh, how cool is it to kind of, that's kind of a little bit of your home base right now and really kind of start mm-hmm. leveling up Hannah guy. Yeah. So, I mean, in the past, um, you know, it still had some strengths, but I wasn't sure it had like training partners for me and uh, things like that. And now that's that problem is fixed. I love the environment. I love being next to the beach. Um, but yeah, those mats are filled up every night. Yeah. Not only the mats, but the cage and ring. Um, so yeah, I definitely feel like well supported and I have a good team behind me and, um, you know, people that can push me and feel like there's people I can push to. So um, it's like a good balance. And um, yeah, I just feel very blessed because all the coaches are just really invested too. Since yeah. it's not a huge, huge school, um, you know, I feel like I'm able to get a lot of attention one on one from, you know, all the coaching staff and um you know alan and Odie are like really invested and um you know are there not only for like you know my martial arts growth but you know my mental health growth and um you know my long-term goals just in general so yeah i feel really blessed very cool what, you just said what's a, what's one long-term goal maybe outside of MMA and outside fighting, what's one long-term uh, Hannah guy goal? Um, I definitely, um, I have some like little fun hobbies that I want to do, but uh, one thing I really want to do is um, start pretty kind of short term and make it bigger if possible is um, start like a nonprofit. Um, okay but start maybe um, like uh, selling like a clothing line and part of that clothing line go to a nonprofit and then eventually making my own. Um, I'm really passionate about like conservation and um, also I know how expensive jujitsu can be and how important it is for a lot of kids to um, get involved and um, for bullies or just self-defense in general and um, so I'd really like to figure out a way to help, you know, people who can't afford to train to be able to train. Um, yeah, and I'm sure there's some stuff out there already, but I'd really like to kind of do my own thing with it. Um, yeah. but then, you know, after I'm done fighting just in general, obviously I want to continue training forever, um, if possible, but I would like to get into like conservation, you know, with animals and, you know, just earth. You know, I'm yeah. definitely like a hippie. Like I love um, the earth. We need more people like you. We need more people, uh, you know, conserving earth. We need that. <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, you know, sea animals are a big interest for me. But just in general, um, it's just uh, something I'd like to get involved in. And, um, you know, I'd like to go to space. You know, I have a bunch of little things. Ooh, I wanna do. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's uh Buzz Aldrin and Buzz Lightyear and Hannah Guy. We get it. We get it. You know, we're going to the moon. We're going. Um, yeah. Couple last things. Yeah. We got like, we got five oh, fun questions for you at the end. Um, okay. So the the last time, yeah, I was, I was there, and then your new podcast with Ashley Evan Smith came out. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> it was uh it was it was very interesting, very fun. <laughs> have what have you kind of like feedback from that podcast or even just like even social media as a whole? Um kind of like I this I didn't know I was gonna go this angle with it, but it just happened like with Taylor Starlin. Uh she didn't have a good night a couple nights ago at Bare Knuckle, and you know, her social media has been like very disgusting and, and visceral and just kind of nasty. Um mm-hmm. How has been yours and how has like, uh, you know, any feedback or positive feedback, hopefully for the podcast with Ashley Evan Smith and just kind of your socials and just kind of maybe trying to get out there a little bit more in front of the light. Yeah. Um, I really haven't had a ton of negative feedback or anything that I see might be negative. I usually just delete and don't read honestly, right. like by hand, but I mean, honestly, I'm not on social media very much. Right. I am, you know, I know it's important to grow, so I do post on there. But honestly, a lot of times I don't even read the comments because it's not worth it to me to see, like, negative comments and for it yeah. to kind of mess my mindset up. Um, but, yeah, I did uh, kind of get a little deep on that podcast, even though it's not the typical podcast to get deep on <laughs> in that way. Um, and so, um, you know, I did talk about like a toxic relationship I was in and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'm surprised I didn't really get a lot of feedback, but I feel like uh, it was able to come across probably to a lot of people as me just being genuine and just being, yeah, yeah. So I think that definitely makes a difference. And I think people can tell that when you are being genuine and, you know. And then the thing I got from it, so I listened to it uh, on the way home, actually, from Alexi. Like, it was, to me, and, and I know you probably more than the, you know, the average person just listening to everything. Like, you are very, like, kind-hearted. And you're just very, um, like, easy, just easy to talk to and just very open and just, like, kind of uh, fun, bubbly. Like, these are, I think, good characteristics of you. So like off that podcast, like I got that. I was like, oh, like Hannah is just very fun loving and just very open and honest. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not, yeah, I, I laughed out loud, I think twice. I think I out loud oh. on the show. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I was yeah, good. Definitely. I'd never done a podcast like that before as far as all the sex talk and stuff. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun and it was cool. Like um, for people to be able to see that side of me, like if they wanted to, whatever. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. And she's so good. I talked to her a couple of times. She was actually doing a lot of stuff with fight bananas a couple of years ago before COVID. And then that, and that kind of slowed down, but like, she just has this like way of like asking you, but not asking you. It's like, Hey, you don't have to say it, but can you say it? Like she just has a very good motherly, uh, communication skill. She's, she's pretty good. She's good. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. I um, definitely been doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I got five fun questions. And first thing that comes to your head. You ready? Okay. All right. First one. Uh, what do you have a hidden talent or skill? Um, ooh. dang it. You should have told me this question. Before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm a good dog trainer. Maybe. <laughs> Okay. No, that my dog into a service dog for the most part. So oh, that, that's a skill. Dog that's a skill. Uh, one of my favorite questions I ask this. I'm fine too, actually. Um, I don't practice very much, but usually once I, you know, focus and start, 
but that's really anything, anything like I focus on, I can usually get pretty good at, but you know, I love music and, uh, I would definitely say that's a little hidden talent too. <laughs> With Alan banging those drums, you guys are going to start a little band. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I see him just. Bah, 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 bah. His mom um, too. His mom is so talented. Really? Yeah. She can oh, sing okay. too. Alan can sing and they both play guitar. Um, and then Alan does the drums. So yeah, we pretty much do have a band over here. I know. That, that, that's literally called a band. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite questions. Uh, if you can have dinner with any two guests, dead or alive, who do you go to dinner with? Hmm. Um, I'd probably do dinner with my grandpa because okay. he, he died when I was um, like 10 or 11, but I hadn't really spent a lot of time with him. So just kind of like get to know him like as an adult now yeah. would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like Jesus would be pretty cool. Like I don't, That's a good con- one. I don't consider myself a Christian or anything. Um, I am super spiritual, whatever, but I feel like he was just a really great dude. Like it sounds like he just like loved people and whatever. I would just love to be around that energy yeah. and uh, have a conversation with him. That would be awesome. He's got stories. Like he's got some yeah. stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can just see him drinking some wine be like, all right, Hannah, listen to this. Like he's got to have some stories. Um, what was your very first job? My very first job was technically this place called Peppers. Um, and it's kind of like a McAllister's. Um, I'd worked like two or three shifts and I, uh, pretty much was irresponsible and didn't know how to like trade shifts to someone and I got fired. But my first, like my first job that I actually kept was like a camp counselor and it was just a day camp. And that was the most fun job I had had besides being a fighter, obviously. But um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I um, became a lifeguard for that and uh, like, met a lot of good friends and just kind of learned a lot, like being in that leadership role. So okay. uh, it was go. cool. Yep. Uh, your favorite day of the week. Um, probably Sunday or Monday. Sunday. All right. Last one. And this is, I think a good one for you. Uh, I don't know why I just always have this about you uh, with the, 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 you know, the van and the, you traveling. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Where would be, where would be like your destination point? Oh, probably just some like island, like Hawaii or something. Okay. okay. I haven't go. been there, but I've heard it's amazing. So <laughs> you you'll go there, and be like, "Yep, this is it for the rest of my life." You'll be there for yep. two weeks, like, "Oh, I don't know." Like they don't got it. They don't have enough malls here, so I don't know if I can do this. Malls? You do know me at all? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. There we go. There was going bananas with Hannah Guy. Man, so pumped! I September 29th. That's when it is. 28th, but yes. 28th, September 28th. Really, really big fight. Uh, very excited for you. A tough 30 alum fight. So it's the it's the spinoff. This is the spinoff show. Yes. Uh, excited, excited. Awesome. Anything yeah. else? Anything else you have uh, on your plate or you want to talk about or sponsors or anything like that? Uh yeah, just hex.com. Uh they're my uh sponsor. It's a cryptocurrency 
um, that actually adds interest, you know, the longer you have it. Um, and this is a great time to invest because it's cheaper right now. Um, and, you know, the economy is not as good right now, but obviously it's going to get better again and that value is just going to go up. So, um, so hex.com, they're awesome. Check them out. Um, dude, good sales pitch, by the way, I'm going to cut that up and send it to hex, man. Hey. The economy's going down, crypto going. I love it. There you yeah. go. You would hand a guy with the sales pitch. Yeah, <laughs> but like for real, like you can make some banks. So. <laughs> so We're about that. We're about that. Awesome. Hannah, it's always great to talk to you. Great to see you. Uh, hopefully uh, myself personally will be in Biloxi soon. We can uh, definitely shoot some more content and uh, do some more uh, exercises and uh, can't wait to go back to the gym. That gym was awesome. I was a big fan of that gym. It was huge. Uh, a lot of, you know, machines to work. I love that outside area with the, the ring and the cage. It was great. Yes. It was a great gym. Loved it. Yeah, it's awesome. And everyone there is super great. Like, can't go wrong. Absolutely. So. Well, awesome, Hannah. Great to see you. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. See ya. Bye. Later. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See JDPower.com slash awards for 2022 details.